Well, happy Friday, everyone. This is your host of HR to the Rescue podcast. This is Valerie B. And I I may be a couple of days behind because um, I've been moving and it's been very stressful. But guess what? I am in a place where I can look and view a beautiful lake and ducks and everything. So you know what? It was all worth it. Well, today... I have a hot topic for you, and this is a topic that was published in the Employee Benefits News, and I get those on a regular basis, but this one I just could not resist, and it talks about bad managers, and I know that we talked about that before because I did have that in my HR, uh, my drama-free workplace book that I put out about managers, but oh my goodness, when I saw this ad, I'm like, okay, I need to talk a little bit more about that. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about bad managers and the effect that they could have on not only you as the employee, but they also cost your employer a lot of money. They cost your company money and the company is losing money every day each time that they choose to keep a bad boss or a bad manager in the workplace. So let's go on and talk about that. But I want to let you know that bad managers really are costly. So they do a number of things. And there is just a powerful relationship between employees and managers. And if you have a good manager, I am so happy for you because a good manager is one who's going to help you to grow. They're going to help you to develop. They're going to coach you and they are just going to help you to move to your next level. However, know that a manager does affect your well-being. And in this article by the Employee Benefits News, it talked about five skills that employees just really wish their managers had. And these are some things that I've captured also in my drama-free workplace book. So I'll give you more information about that at the end. But some of the things that employees say that they wish that their managers had was, first of all, communication. And I remember that I talked to managers about this when I worked in HR, and I told them to make themselves more visible make themselves more visible because they would go to work every day and they would not even walk out of their office. So their employees would not see their faces unless it was time to assign a project or to write or to, you know, come in my office for a meeting. May I see you? And it's usually not a good thing. So, you know, communication is numero uno in the workplace. So it's very important that your boss has good communication. Another one is training the team. Now, this is really uh, important as well because I have seen managers just throw employees into jobs without giving them any kind of training, but yet they have expectations. Really, if you are going to expect anything from an employee, it is important that the manager does some adequate training because if that manager doesn't train you, they probably need training themselves. The next one that employees say is very important is managing their time and learning how to delegate. That's very good because usually a manager who does not like to delegate is one who will keep everything to themselves. So you're sitting there 
and you don't have anything to do because your manager just won't delegate. They just won't trust you enough to give you the work and that and you were hired to do that. That was part of your job to do the work, but they won't allow you to do the work. So next is cultivating a positive and an inclusive team. Wow, how important is that? Because managers, if they're bad, can cultivate negative work environments, pessimistic work environments, and they don't make you feel included. They they will have meetings, they will do things, they will have activities, they will do all of these things, but they don't include you. And a lot of times it's because you may be a quiet person, because that's how I was. I was a quiet person in the workplace. So it was very easy for my manager to overlook me or to even forget about me because I wasn't one of those vocal people, you know, in the workplace. I tried to just go to work every day, do my job and just sit at my desk quietly and not bother anybody. But guess what? As a result of that, they didn't include me. And at that point, it became a negative environment for me because I just felt like I was not included. And then they need to learn how to manage team performance and how important that is because when you manage when a manager can manage team performance they know who can do what they know their team well enough to know their weaknesses and i i don't like to say weaknesses i like to say areas for improvement they know each one's strength and they learn how to manage their performance because then when they begin to delegate and they begin to give out assignments then they know who can do what. So it's very important that they manage the team performance because one of the complaints that I had when I was in HR from an employee was that, well, my manager doesn't even know what I do, so how can they even rate my performance? Well, that's another thing that managers really need to do, and they need to know your job. They need to at least know what you do. You should have a manager who rolls their sleeves up and does not mind getting down and dirty with you to get a project done. They should not have a problem doing that. So, um, you know, there are managers in the workplace who bully you, you know, and if you have a bad manager, that causes so much stress and so much anxiety. I have a question. Do you know someone who was left due to a toxic boss? Think about that. Because usually employees don't leave a company. They normally leave the boss. So bad bosses are just really bad for you, and they're really bad for the company. And you know what? Companies lose, according to Employee Benefit News, they said that companies lose at least $7.29 per day due to a bad boss. Wow. You think about how much that is when you add it all up, and that's per bad boss. So, you know, when you have a bad boss, you certainly can't feel good about yourself. You know, um, you don't, you know, you kind of lose your sense of purpose. And there's no, when there's no positive feedback, you know, when they don't support you, you know, they don't have your back. You know, I may have a manager who someone goes to them and they complain. They used to complain about something that I didn't do. And my manager, I've had managers that did not support me. 
that they literally believed everything that person said. They never came back to me to find out what my side of the story was, but they just took the other person's word because in most cases that person was another manager. But when you have a good manager, that manager will come to you, will talk to you, and will find out, will tell me from your perspective what happened. So again, if you have a good manager, that is really great. But let me tell you, there are a couple of qualities, and I'm not going to make this too long, but there are some qualities of a bad manager. A bad manager has a disengaged team. When everyone is doing their own thing, you don't have regular ongoing meetings. You all really just don't talk. You don't know what one person is doing. You don't know that there's going to be an update in this area because the team is disengaged. People aren't talking to each other. Your manager needs to be able to manage that, not you. That is your manager's job and they were hired to make sure that their team remains engaged. And then another thing that a bad manager does is they destroy your confidence. Sit and think about that. Think about if you have a bad manager at work, how that really makes you feel. Because it takes away your worth. It takes away your value. You begin to think less of yourself. And then another quality is they just stop your growth. They stop you from meeting your full potential. I've had managers where I've told them, okay, I'm going to move to another department or even to another job. And how mad they got because I wanted to improve myself. That's a bad manager who will give you a problem and won't talk to you and and won't communicate with you when they know that you're getting ready to leave the company. But yet while you were there, they were not doing anything to try to retain you or to keep you employed or to even try to keep you happy. So I would say that those are some traits of a bad manager and you need to watch out for that because again, if a manager is intimidated by you, they will definitely stop your growth, stop your development. They don't want to approve you going to additional training, which they should. They don't want to do any of those things. They don't even want to train you. They want to just kind of leave you out there by yourself. But let me tell you on the flip side, there are some qualities of good managers. And if you have a good one, I am so happy for you. And I want you to make sure that you let that manager know that. Keep that manager motivated because the more you keep the manager motivated and you let that manager know, you know what? I appreciate you. I appreciate that you are concerned about my health. I appreciate that you're concerned about my family time. I appreciate that you approve my time off in a timely manner. I appreciate the kind of person that you are. Because I'm telling you back in the day, and it it probably still happens, a manager who is single and has to manage an employee who has a family sometimes are a little disconnected because they can't relate to having to go home and take care of a family and feed a family and check homework and put the kids to bed. Sometimes that is the case. And if you are a manager listening to this episode, I'm not trying to put you on blast. But what I am trying to tell you is that it's important for you to be flexible. So it doesn't matter if you are married. It doesn't matter if you are single. You need to be flexible with your employees whose lifestyle may be quite different than your own. But let me tell you some qualities of good managers. If you have a manager who's a good communicator, They will sit and talk with you. They won't always just say, hey, I'm about to write you up because you did this, this, and this. 
What I try to communicate to managers all the time is that if an employee acts differently than normal, they could be just going through something that day. Have a talk with them. If they have an outburst and they're usually not that kind of person, don't just write them up. Have a talk with them and say, hey, is everything going on okay? Is there anything I can do to help you? That is a good manager who is a good communicator. The next one is a good manager does know how to manage performance. They will help you. They know your job. They will give you your expectations. They will give you what you need. They'll give you a good job description and they will just manage your performance much better than a bad manager. And then a good manager also will coach you and they will prioritize your growth because they want you to grow. They want you to develop. They want you to become the best you that you can be. Not just personally, they want you to be the best employee, even if you aren't working for them. They want you to be the best you. So what, are you, what does a manager do? What does uh, the employer do in these situations when they have bad bosses? Well, first of all, that's when HR needs to step in. And HR does have a big role. HR has a huge role. And sometimes, just so you'll know, it's not always HR's fault. Because if HR presents something to an executive and the executive says, nah, we'll just deal with it, then their hands are tied. But if you are in an HR role and you have the ability to influence certain situations, then I would recommend that you do it. Because what's going to happen is a manager is not going to report their own challenges or their own failures because they'll feel like that they're going to lose their own jobs. So they're not going to do that. So, you know, the pressure is a little bit on HR to do something. And I remember that I had, um, I have a director of HR friend, and she was telling me how a lot of employees were leaving this specific department because of the manager. So their turnover just in the department was high. So of course, that means that it drove the um, turnover rate in the entire company up, right? But no matter how many recommendations that she made to the executive staff, they would not let the manager go. Why? Because that manager had a specific relationship with someone on the executive team. They didn't care about the employees that had left due to a toxic manager, but they were leaving that manager in that position. And then HR just said, okay, well, if you're going to keep her, then you need to begin training her, put her in some specific training. But these are some things that HR can do once they see a bad manager. Look at the complaints from the employees. And that's only if you are that HR person that's approachable and employees feel that they can go to, then you will hear the complaints. Look at the turnover rate. Has the turnover rate gone up in a specific department, not just company-wide? Look at it from a specific department and then begin to interview the staff. Just have a meeting, a casual meeting with the staff because, you know, with HR, You're just accustomed to interviewing employees when you're bringing them on board or when they're going through an exit interview to leave the company. But how involved are you as HR just when there are issues in the workplace? 
But I need to share these statistics with you from this Employee Benefits News article. One statistic said that 84% of employees say that they have a bad manager. Wow. And that that causes unnecessary stress, anxiety, and stress on their work. 84%. And then another statistic says 57% believe that their managers could use more training. Ha, absolutely. I mean, do you know how many managers that I have seen who have just been put in managerial positions with literally no training whatsoever? No training whatsoever. But let me just tell you what you can do if you do have a bad manager, because I want to make sure that you know what you can do. First of all, you need to learn your manager. Know the type of manager that you have. Remember I told you all before that I had a micromanager and I had to literally learn how to deal with her. And I learned that dealing with a micromanager means that I may need to tell her things before she asks, or I may need to keep her updated, or I may need to tell her something before anybody else tells her. That helped me to have a better experience with my manager because I learned. So the first thing you need to do is learn your manager. Learn your manager's likes, their dislikes, you know, what they're looking for. The next one is express your concerns. In the Drama Free Workplace book, I have something called the easy script that I learned in a communications class, a class, and I love it. It's an easy script because it basically just tells you to just express yourself, express yourself and get the person to agree, you know, express. So that's what I want you to do is express your concerns with your manager. And if you have one of those managers that you say, I can't even talk to, uh, I'm sorry. But you need to learn how to express it because remember, your manager has control over your performance review, your salary increases, and so many things. So it is really not realistic for you to expect to be in the workplace and not talk to your manager and have no interaction with your manager whatsoever. So if it means that you need to just express your concerns so that you don't suppress them, so that you don't just have an outburst, you know, and let all that build up, don't let it build up. Just go ahead and express your concern, you know, and say, well, why did you think that? Or why did you act that way? Or why did you respond that way? Or why didn't you give me the opportunity to do this or that? So express it, whatever it is, express it. Uh, The next thing is to learn your manager's language. That's going to be very important. Learn what they like. Learn what makes them tick. Learn what they don't like. If they're a family person, talk about their children with them. Talk about the things that are going to interest your manager. And that's part of what I call the unwritten rules of the workplace, because there are some rules in the workplace that are unwritten. And that means that no one really tells you, but it's something that's going to help decide either your success or failure in the workplace. And that's one of those unwritten rules. And that is to learn your manager's language. What do they like? What do they like to talk about? Because everybody has something that just kind of gets them ooh, excited when you talk about it. Like if someone talks to me about my grandchildren, oh, I get excited. So learn what it is that your manager likes. And the last one is just leave. If you don't feel like that you can deal with a bad manager and it's too stressful for you and that manager is not getting any better, they're not getting any training, they're not listening to anybody, then it may be time for you to just leave. Okay, 
So I want to just share this hot topic with you very quickly about bad bosses. Because remember, again, as I said in the beginning, the relationship between a manager and an employee is very, very powerful. So how you respond to your manager is going to be so very important. Or even if you have to, if you even feel like you can tolerate or deal with them, that is going to be very, very important. So this was today's hot topic. If you want to reach out to me and find me, you can find me at my website at ValerieBoyce.com or I am on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Just type my name in and you'll find me there. And then if you're interested in my drama-free workplace book, then you can go to Amazon or you can go to Smashwords and you can find the drama-free workplace book there for you. And I would encourage you, I did a workbook from that book and I'm going to be selling that as a bundle in the very near future. So again, you know my philosophy. Stop just talking about it. Stop complaining about it. It is time to be about it and do something about it. We'll see you on next week. Ciao for now.